Come and enjoy the magic of the season. As banter, I hardly know her. Shows you something, gives you something. With romance. With love. And with magic. As the Christmas movie special starts to begin, make sure you're tuned in with your hot cocoa and your Christmas cookies. Sit back and relax as Wes and Perry create in front of your very own ears a banter I hardly know her original Christmas movie. Sick, dude. Sick. Well, it's that time of year, Christmas. Christmas time is here. Happiness and cheer. Joy for all. Something stuff. Joy to the world. Pentatonics and Mariah Carey are relevant again. Oh, facts. For another month. At least. Yeah. I thought it might be more exciting to do a wheel, but uh, we don't have a visual anyway, so maybe it might be more exciting for us, but... Oh well, but anyway. we could have a visual if our viewers make us more famous, and we can have our own YouTube channel. Yeah, and then we have to figure out how to do all that stuff. So hopefully, don't get us that famous, guys, because then I'll have to figure out how to edit video, or Wes might actually have to pull his own weight for once. We could, we could both <laughs> quit our jobs. We could both quit our jobs and do it, though. Maybe. Oh, maybe. I mean, if the money was right, here's here's what here's what would have to happen. We would have to. There would have to be a demand for it, which there's not right now. But if there was, we could just, like, spend the majority of our free time we do have doing that. Oh, for and sure. Then, and then if it worked out that the money would work out, then we could quit our jobs. <laughs> Wes, I'm curious. So you're a big Christmas guy. So big. What, what are, like, the must-do things for a Wes Richardson Christmas? Do you mean like Christmas Eve and day or the Christmas season? I mean like the Christmas season, which for me would be like the Christmas season starts December 1st. You see, for me, the Christmas season starts November 1st. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's, that's whack. So in December, what, what is that? What are some of the must-do things? Some of the must-do things. Um, like you pull out your Ugg boots or what? Well, first of all, Christmas movies regularly. I mean, come on. <laughs> there's you can't you, let's be honest a lot of them are so cheesy and bad you can't actually enjoy them any other time of the year <laughs> that's so true you gotta do it and honestly when i'm at my parents house me and my mom will binge some hallmark christmas movies um some other mandatory things is regularly endangering people on the road by gawking at christmas lights <laughs> uh very sidetracked <laughs> um that's good. i also that's have good. I believe I have two Christmas sweaters. So my high school BFF played soccer at a college and she got me like one of those, like a college Christmas sweater one time. You know the kind? Yes. Like it's like a crew neck and it has like. Yeah, like like, Beefy definitely had one. Yeah, like Beefy had. Yeah. So like I really enjoy getting to wear that. Shout out Beefy. Shout out Beefy. His birthday was not too long ago. No, it was not. It was like two days ago. Pearl Harbor Day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I also have. A Christmas sweater that says Candy Cane Addict, which okay. points at me, which is perfect because I, I am very fond of the candy canes. Ah, those are the ones that I always, I always get like 10 of them in my stocking and it's like, I will not eat these. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat them. Give them to me, man. Uh, okay. Um, and then there's a couple like food items that are a necessity. Um, you have to buy 
the white fudge-covered Oreos at your local Walmart or grocery store. They're usually only in the stores for like two to three weeks. And it's always a different two to three weeks. Like, they're already gone. They were gone by December 1st. You stock up on those, man, from my experience living with you. Oh, yeah. I bought bought six boxes in Lafayette. (laughs) And then my mom also bought six boxes. So... Plenty, wow. plenty to go around. They will last me into January, most likely, which is very good for me. Um, uh-huh. I I feel like that's about it. I, I don't like the cold. I'm going to be honest. I don't like the cold, but like during December, I tolerate it because it's very Christmassy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, I don't like the cold either, and that's evidenced by where I am now located. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, but uh, I'm so, yeah. about to go home to Indiana. Yeah. For a little for a little while for Christmas and I'm sure my family will be making Christmas cookies which Wes I'm curious what your definition of Christmas cookies is ours is just sugar cookies using Christmassy shaped cookie cutters which is like icing on them and decorating yeah them. and then icing yeah decorating them so I would say correct that is a Christmas cookie my mom also makes these like Christmas wreath cookies um, which they're like just kind of a bland cookie with like a little vanilla and almond extract in it um okay. that has like one that you like weave two strands of dough together to make oh, like a, mm-hmm. a by like a two different colored yep. uh, almost I like braid and then you make it into a wreath um david and ben and i made these cookies for like a competition like a little fun christmasy competition with some of our friends um two years ago and we lost that competition because those cookies don't actually taste that good but dang it they they look good so that's fun um those are always a fun like festive thing mm-hmm. and then uh my dad likes to make glass candy this is like the only time of the year when you can find him in the kitchen <laughs> he'll make glass candy and he will make donuts oh wow which is interesting that that's a Christmas thing for us. You know? What, homemade donuts? Yeah. It's like, donuts are good all year round, you know? True. But that has become a Christmas thing. Maybe it's just like an excuse for our family to just like be really unhealthy and eat all the sweets. We've also oh, yeah, we've also sure. used the donut maker be, or the, the fryer that is out to make donuts as an excuse to fry Oreos. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so... Some some unhealthy eating happens at the Wilson family during the Christmas season. Um, that's why maybe that's why winter weight is a thing for me. Hmm. That and no exercise. But being in Florida has helped with the no exercise because I can still go outside. Oh, um, I love that for you. Yeah, it's fantastic, honestly. And then movies. Yeah, there's only a few Christmas movies that I I think our family really likes. I mean, my dad actually likes quite a few of the like really sillier christmas movies like christmas vacation mm. christmas with the cranks i think he likes which is an interesting one and we don't do we don't do as many of the classics like um it's a wonderful life which i did watch last year i, now I, I think really about like it what, it's a wonderful life miracle on 34th street is a is a one that you might find but it's a little rare in our christmases christmas story we never really watch elf at least once a year usually mm-hmm. klaus is you know one of my favorites and you'll hear us uh reviewing that next week on the pod for bmc i'm trying to think of any other ones well definitely some of our favorites like are are like specials from tv shows like phineas and ferb christmas mm-hmm. or mickey's once upon a christmas oh, is one of so my, good. one of my one of my faves so um, good yeah any like Christmas carols that are not like the Jim Carrey ones, okay. That's but my like, favorite. 
That's my favorite. Is, it, is, Are you is that me? your favorite? That Jim is Carrey my Christmas that Carol. That is my that is my spot on favorite Christmas movie. Is the Jim Carrey wow. Christmas Carol? I know so many people that think that's really creepy. I, I don't love it. It's all right. I'll watch it. But I think I like some of the goofier Christmas Carol specials better. I also really like the yes, the Mickey's Christmas Carol is good. But then also the Bah Humduck Looney Tunes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Looney Tunes Christmas Carol is good. Yeah, some some of those like TV specials are always fun. Mm-hmm. So. That's kind of what the Wilson fam does for Christmas. Um, you mentioned Hallmark movies. I don't really watch Hallmark movies, uh, not since my older sister moved out of the house. Um, and then I subsequently moved out of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't really watch the Hallmark movies because they're all the same and they're all cheesy. And But the that's, part. that's the best the part, best, man. That's kind of the fun of what we're doing today, though. Here's the thing about, um, Hallmark. Here's the thing about Hallmark movies, Perry. I'm not sure if any of them are actually good. I would I would actually lean towards no. <laughs> but I have never watched one that I didn't like. Okay. Because somehow they suck you in and you realize like they have they have made like the cheesy movie their brand. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And they're stealing the Christmas market. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. We're gonna definitely take advantage of the oh. hallmark tropes today in our episode mm-hmm. we were thinking of like what we wanted to do for a christmas spe- a christmas special that was a unique idea different from what we did last year which was ranking our top five movies some songs some traditions and we talked about some really weird traditions of other countries um with my sister she was on that show on the episode with us and that was a that was a lot of fun so go back and check out that episode i believe it's i believe 17 possibly episode 17 of very banter christmas um Mm -hmm. so if you want to go back and get some more banter christmas special you can check out last year's before the whole pandemic happened it's a whole different whole different experience we were so optimistic back then we have all become so hardened and bitter since then (laughs) but this year west came west came up with a great idea a very creative idea of writing our own christmas movie Christmas Hallmark movie. And so we're going to take a lot of those tropes from Hallmark movies and we're going to make it kind of like a randomized thing along with some writing and some development from us. So this is going to essentially be like a writing session uh, with some different prompts. So Wes, would you like to explain further what this is going to look like? I can try. So we are making our own, we're making the banter Christmas movie. I mean, it's pretty, pretty great. We've got... Several things to choose from. We have some great movie titles, mm-hmm. and I believe we have ten. We'll get we'll get we'll get to them. Yeah, we'll get we'll um, get there. And pair, we're going to use a random number generator for that, right? Yes, random number generator to figure out what our movie title is going to be, and to figure out what all these things are going to be. Yes. So we have movie titles, mm-hmm. we have locations, we have main characters, which I was bored at work and just kind of came up with, and their professions. Um. Where the love interest or lead character is from. And then we've got plot twist number one, a plot development. And then plot twist number two, a plot development. And then we'll round it all up at the end and we'll 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 read it to you. Yep. Yep. It's kinda so, it's kinda yeah. like a it's kinda like a mad lib, but a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So essentially we're just gonna go through this this different this outline that we have mm-hmm. 
and fill in blanks, but also like there will be some room for us to develop the plot. Um, and we will have like a timer to help us do that. Um, Wes will have his phone out as a timer Perfect. as we develop the plot. And then when the timer goes off after 10 minutes of plot development, our first plot twist will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will th- possibly just throw off everything that we had just done during the plot development. And so then we'll have to have another plot development session of 10 minutes of figuring out how they get back together. In the second plot development session, there will be a date night where they fall in love. And so that'll have a random, oh yes. um, a random event as well. And then another plot twist. And then at the end, we will have to figure out how they reconcile the resolution, the coming back together, the redeeming moment for our opposite lead character the the the, the romantic interest because mm-hmm. we all know that's that that's what's going to have to happen and they're going to have to live up happily ever after spoiler maybe hopefully not i don't know uh maybe they won't live happily ever after i mean maybe our second plot twist is the lead character dies it might be we'll have to find out when we get there so let's figure out what the title for the movie is wes would you like to read the oh. 10 titles we have put very very minimal thought into any background for these titles it is just titles for the most part oh yes but i mean you know they can all uh they can lead you somewhere you never know yeah yeah all right so here we go title number one a holiday in the heartland title number two a bride for christmas title number three mountains and mistletoe Ooh, rugged Personal favorite. Uh, title number four, a cause for a clause. Uh-huh. Title, number f- title number five, slaying the heart. Ooh, but, vampire but see- movies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but slaying is spelled like a sleigh you ride in. Ah, so title, okay. Title number six is just Christmas Carol. Hopefully, we'll just change the na- main character's name to Carol, and that'll be for fun. What a- okay, so none of the characters you've written are named Carol, but we would just change their first name? Yeah. Okay. So, or someone named Carol has to be relevant. Okay. We'll just play with it. Uh, number seven, gift rap, but the rap is spelled like rap music. We'll see where that oh. goes. So it's rap. Rap is involved in the in the thing. Okay. Uh, the parent rap, but the T is in parentheses, and basically, it's like huh. wrapping a gift. So it's the parent trap, but at Christmas. Or it could be the parent trap. But trap music is a big part of oh, the plot. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, number nine, Catch Me Under the Mistletoe. And number 10, I'm rooting for this one, The Christmas Donkey. <laughs> I wrote that one in. <laughs> uh, Perry, did you know that right. there's actually a there's a 30-minute stop-motion Christmas special called uh, Nestor the Christmas Donkey, and it's about... <laughs> It's I was about... thinking of Dominic the Donkey, the song. Oh, no, no. Nestor yeehaw, the Christmas yeehaw, Donkey. Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> Nestor the Christmas Donkey is a 30-minute special about the donkey that carried Mary to Bethlehem. Oh, my goodness. It's incredible. Wow. I think there's another one called Small One. Uh, it's not about... I mean, it's not... I think it's like a... 30 minutes short created by a lot of Disney people, uh, animated short that back in the 80s, I believe. Or maybe it's Don Bluth. I don't remember. I think it is Don Bluth. And it was about a donkey and a boy or something like that. But Dude, donkeys are the best. Are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway, all right. We've got a 1 to 10 random number generator. Wes, are you ready? You trust me or do I need to share my screen? I trust you. Okay. I got I got random 1 to 10. Here we go. 3, 2, 1. Uh, Wes, 
It's yeah. number 10. Number 10. <laughs> number yes. 10. The, the Christmas, Christmas donkey. <laughs> donkey is the name of our movie. Wow. All of these well thought out names. And we get the donkey one that I threw in at the end for fun. Okay. Uh, next, we've got four locations. Oh, uh, yes. So, Perry, our locations are number one is Chelsea, Michigan, which is actually a real city. That I've been to, and it's on here because it's literally a Hallmark Christmas movie town. You wa- you're there, and you're like, a Hallmark Christmas movie should take place here. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a real one. Uh, the rest of them I have made up, and I'm actually very proud of them. Uh, number two is Pine Village, North Dakota. Uh, and fun fact, there's actually a Pine Village, Indiana, very close to where I work. Wow, did you know that, or did you like look it up when you type? When I, knew, you... I knew it, I knew it. Oh, you Don't did? Don't worry. Uh, number three is Evergreen, Colorado, and number four is Snowcrest, Tennessee. Nice, nice. Okay, well, one should be one of one should have been Santa's Butte, Tennessee. <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> Get it? Uh, all right, uh, we got a one through four random number generator finding out the location, and it is number four. Wow, two Snowcrest, two on the last Tennessee. one. Snowcrest, Tennessee is our location. For the Christmas donkey. So that'll be interesting. All right. Now we got to figure out the main characters. This is all going pretty fast at the beginning because there's no plot development at first. We have to figure out the the logistics and then oh, we'll yeah. start developing our movie. Wes, who are the potential main characters? I know there's five, five females mm-hmm. and five males because we don't know who will be the, you know, stereotypical good girl or good good boy you know, like mm-hmm. in Hallmark movies that they... For sure. That is For the sure. Lead, I mean, so. most of the time, a Hallmark movie, your main character is a female, but they have started to branch out and have males as their main character. So, wow, we thought so we inclusive. should do the same thing. So, oh. I'm going to read you their name, their age, and their current profession. So, number one, we have Karen Petrovsky, who is 30 and a donut shop owner. Uh, bachelorette number two is Lisa Monrovia, 28, and she owns a pet shelter. Bachelorette number three is Dominique Stevens, 35, and she is a professional singer who is on the outs, a.k.a. looking to refine herself. Number four is Mary McAdoo, 25, an interior designer. Of course, she's making tons of money because it's a Hallmark movie, and apparently interior designers make a lot of money on there. And then number five is Dr. Kelly Metzger. She's 33, and she is the town physician. Most likely mm. the only town physician, because all Hallmark movies take place in small places. Mm, Snow Crest, Tennessee. And now, number six, or bachelor number one. We have Shane Kendrickson. He's 32 and a lawyer. Number seven is David Redding. He's 26 and the local mechanic. We love some blue-collar workers. Number nine is Kyle Hodgson. He's 33 and a real estate agent. That just always breeds trouble in movies when they're a real estate agent. Facts. Number nine is Theodore Montgomery. He is 35, and he owns a bed oh. and breakfast. <laughs> Wait, did, I think I have nine twice for... So Kyle. Kyle's number eight. Oh, yeah, Kyle's the, number eight. Theodore, Theodore is number nine. Theodore is number nine. And then yeah. number 10 is Mitchell Lentz. He's 29, and that boy is a farmer. Right on, right Which, on. I mean, I kind of don't want it to be him, because that would just make too much sense. A farmer in yep. Tennessee in a movie about a donkey, but like, I'm kind of for it. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards the donut shop. 
The donut shop. Still got those donuts on the mind, Wes. <laughs> I, I like that one too because that's the most Honestly, like Karen and Karen and Theodore should get together because donut shop owner, better breakfast owner. I mean, match made in heaven. Yeah. All right, I've got a random number generator one through ten. Here we go. Wes, it is number six. Bachelor number one. Shane Kendrickson, the lawyer. Okay. The lawyer. Hmm. That opens some things up. Interesting. Okay, so we've got some, I've already got some questions in my mind of like that we are gonna have to answer when we start writing this. Okay, last of the setup questions is mm-hmm. where is our so I'm thinking I was thinking where is the when I wrote like love interest character lead from I was thinking where is the girl from that okay. comes wait so are we thinking Shane since he's the lawyer maybe I'm he's the he's, snobby yeah, one at first so here's what I'm thinking Perry I'm thinking he's from Snowcrest Tennessee but he's a lawyer in a big city okay and so is th- so this this lead from is like the big city that he's from this is what we're figuring out, right? And he's about yeah, to go one, back to this. The one he's currently Snowcrest. working in, but he's coming gotcha. home to Snowcrest for Christmas. Okay. So basically, wow, we've got uh, Nashville's an option here, so this could be not that big a deal. All right. The options of cities are New York, New York, NYC, Miami, Florida, ooh, Partyville, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Houston, Texas, Chicago, Illinois, where it's cold all the time, <laughs> and Los Angeles, California. All right, six options. I've got one through six. Ram number generator, and it is number two. Miami. Miami, Miami. That could create some little... Hey, you know he's going to love coming from nice, warm Miami, Florida to a place called Snowcrest. I mean, that just breeds possibilities. Yeah. I mean, all right. So that is... We have set up the basic... for our movie. Uh, we should probably figure out what the name of the female lead is. Maybe should. should maybe the name could be one of the five uh, women. Yeah, I don't see why not. Honestly, Perry, what if it was just like one of those five women? I think. Yeah. We just All right, include, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. One through five. All right, one through five, random number generator. Decide his love interest's uh, name and occupation. And it is number one. The donut shop owner. Donut shop Let's Karen. Go. We yes, got a Karen. Karen. All right. Um, wow, what a Karen. If your All name right. is Karen, you're listening to this, we love you. Yeah. Just don't ask for our manager. Because that is me. <laughs> um, all right, now let's start putting this together. So... All right, so we've got. You want to put a Wes? You want to put like a ten minute timer, and we can start developing this plot a little bit. Yeah. You just tell me when you want me to start. All right. So Shane's a lawyer in Miami. Yes. And and this is called the Christmas Donkey. It, yes, it is. How how is he going to end up back in Snowcrest? So I'm is thinking. It, I'm thinking. What if his parents are farmers? Is that too realistic? No. Like let's no. let's say he grew up on a farm and you know every town has a church that does some kind of like nativity thing for Christmas, so they've obviously got donkeys that are going to go in that nativity scene. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think that's crucial. 
Okay. I like it. Oh, here's an idea. Okay. Karen, donut shop owner, owns mm-hmm. the donkey that is going to be oh. used in the nativity. I like that. I like that. And Okay. So, Shane fr- from Snowcrest, for some reason my typing is really slow. All right. Lives in Miami. But he returns, what, for the holidays? He, he just, I think, yeah, he's just home for Christmas, man. Came to visit. He came to visit, you know, his parents that still live there and probably his sister and brother-in-law that are, like, living up the dream in small town Tennessee. Okay, so let's say this is the first time that he returns home in a long time. Yeah. Like, this This is an event. So yeah, he I mean, he's, he's what? He's 32? So he probably finished law school at, like, 27-ish. So we could say, like, five years. He hasn't been home in five years. Okay. So what's our what's our meat cute? Let's see. He returns home first time in five years. His parents who are farmers. So I like this idea that his parents are farmers because maybe that's a good reason for him to reject the farmer lifestyle that his parents wanted. Mm-hmm. Gives him a little edge. He his parents wanted him to be farmers. He rejected that. He's like, I want to be a lawyer. There's still some hard feelings with him and his family, mm-hmm. and like and and of this town because he thinks his parents are so. Narrow-minded farmers. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, how does he meet Karen Petrovsky? Maybe he meets her first because he needs a donut. Like maybe it's that simple. Maybe. And if we look back at our system, they're only two years apart in age, so they could yeah. very well have been at the same high school. Okay, so so maybe it's this. It's something as simple as he. Uh, he's home, you know, he's trying to get along with his parents, but once again, after long, like not, not, or after, you know, just a short time being home with his family, there's some kind of argument again. And he's like, mm-hmm. I should never have come home. And so he ha- he's like, I need to get out of the house. So he goes for a drive Yep. and yeah, I like that. Um, goes to the donut shop and yep. at the counter is Karen and she can probably be like, Shane, is that you? And he'd probably like, uh, yeah, because, you know, he's all high and mighty. He probably doesn't remember who she is. And she can be like, it's Karen. We went to high school together. He, it's maybe mid-morning, 9, 9.30. He grabs a coffee at this donut shop and is is eating a a jelly-filled when he hears someone call his his name. Mm -hmm. It is, it's this What's very soft-spoken, Karen? Yes. Who who says Shane? And it's like, oh, it's been so long since they've seen each other. Maybe they had a little. Maybe they had a little fling, like like a like a lot of these Hallmark movies. They had a like an old flame. You mean? Yeah, maybe she was an old flame of his, as they say. Maybe nothing serious. Maybe a prom date. How about that? Mm, sure. Why not? I don't know. Do you like that, or do you do you want to go in another direction? Let's make it more Christmassy and say that they were winter formal dates. Winter formal. Oh, because like the theme of that winter formal could then bring back good memories. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. She's pretty young to be owning a donut shop at thirty. Hey, she's hey. an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur man. Do you think she took it over from her fam? That's probably likely. Or or because it's a small town. Probably is. Um, So they went to Winter Formal together. And Mm -hmm. Winter Formal theme was 
Nativity. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Uh huh. It was a Christian school. (laughs) 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 Um, and so, yeah, that's interesting dance. Just imagine nativity themed winter formal. Um, (laughs) this is going to be so funny. (laughs) So romantic as you walk through the the just sounds from the birth of Christ you know you, you go into the main the <laughs> the stable and you just hear those realistic sounds of the birth of Christ and it's just so romantic um <laughs> well it could be like what if it's like a like a half in half out outdoors kind of thing like you could like walk into the barn where it's warm and there's a dance floor and outside they have yeah a, I like it yeah yeah um okay so our we'll timer has a minute 45 left, just so you know. Minute 45. Okay, so we need to get them having more interactions together. What if, probably... what if she's what if she's planting planning, sorry, not planting, planning the winter formal for the school this year, and she's like, but I'm just swamped, and he's looking for an excuse to get out of the house. Why would a lawyer be involved in a winter formal? You mean no, not not what do you mean? You said winter formal, right? I said, yeah, like, what if she, the donut shop owner, is... Uh-huh. Wait, better idea. What if she's catering the winter formal? This year, okay. This year, and she's like, and she says she's swamped, and he offers to help because he just wants an excuse to get out of the house. Okay. And that way, that sets them up for more meeting times. Well, uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So how about that's like, the winter formal is like that weekend. Like, this is like a Friday, winter mm-hmm. formal is like a Saturday, and she asks, hey, can you help me, like, make all these donuts for the winter formal? And so that sets up them spending a chunk of time together that same weekend. Absolutely. You're going to marry someone you just met yesterday? <laughs> well, I think that sets up, I wanted to, to, like, use his being a lawyer, but I think maybe this plot twist number one will allow us to do so, as a lot of these. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. So... So they spend a lot of time together that weekend and enjoy some laughs. Okay, I'll, we'll go for a, another minute or so because we did spend a lot of that time uh, me typing and waiting for my computer to correct update. Correct. So they spend a lot of that uh, a lot of that time making donuts and sharing some laughs, and and he is forgetting why they didn't like he didn't pursue her back in high school, mm. which. She reminds him it's I think I'm thinking of one of those moments where they're both, you know, covered in flour and apron on and they're throwing at um, each other. <laughs> yeah, Throwing a little she like throws a little flour at him and then and then she like takes her hand and like wipes it off his forehead. And it's just <laughs> so cute. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I can just. Picture him saying, like, laughing and saying something like, I'm starting to forget why we never, like, ta- why we never talked much after winter formal or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Because he, like, is really, is enjoying, like, connecting with her and, you know, she's beautiful in her donut dough covered apron. It, and Yes, absolutely. And her and, jingle bell earrings. But he opens a little wound there. A wound there and she she replies with something about how he 
was committed to like he wanted to pursue being a lawyer in the big city. Yep, which makes total sense because he was about he they're two years apart, so he could have been a senior and she could have been, you know, yeah, true, a that's true. And then he's he's on the outs and she's still there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I'll write that down, and then we and, will do the first plot twist. And now Shane feels bad. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you are getting this movie live. <laughs> Andy wanted to party down no. in Miami. So he went to Miami to party. I don't know if they have a lawyer school, but this is a movie, so. So he was a jerk, sort of, but they had a, they had a, they had a thing. They had a thing. And she was just loved the small town of Snowcrest and her family, um, and he couldn't understand that. Mm-hmm. He's like, this town sucks. And then they pretty much, I mean, it's a winter formal, but the rest of that semester in high school, they weren't that close. All right. Um, so he leaves the donut shop that day mm-hmm. and he is a little bummed, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like they have connected and they've had a great time and he, and they have, and they have decided to spend more time together. I don't know. Or, or, or do they not, or is it like, bye, it was nice seeing you and they don't plan another thing. I'm thinking, well, is this all the same day? I'm thinking he's got to help her all week, man. Really? Yeah, why not? Well, I'm thinking this plot twist. Well, actually, yeah, let's say that they they have so they or he's going to help her like set up for the winter formal or something, I don't know. Okay. He leaves that day with some regret over what had happened back in high school, but agrees to help like set yeah, set up for formal and and see it, see that whole thing through. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay, so now, plot twist number one, Wes. Plot twist number one. So, here are our options. We have six. Number one, the bank forecloses the family business. Number two, the male character's ex fiance comes to town. Number three, winter weather cancels all travel in and out of town. Number four, the town Christmas tree catches fire. Number five, the main character's dog runs away. And number six, the parents paid the love interest to take the main character on a date. Interesting. Okay. Should, should we should we change number five to donkey in hopes of linking the title, or should we just roll it and see what happens? If if it is number five, then we can probably change make, that. Make it a donkey? Yep. All right. Perfect. Here we go. One through six, random number generator. Here we go. It is... All right. Number three. Number three. Winter weather cancels all travel in and out of town. Interesting. Okay, so that is relevant. How? He he was planning. Okay, so that is relevant. Because he had had a falling out with his family, he was, he was planning gonna, to leave early. He was going to leave? Yeah? Does that make sense? Okay. Maybe, is he was he going to leave like, the, like he went home from the donut party and had a fight and was just going to leave? So I like the idea of like after yeah after that whole thing with the donut catering and the dance she is clearly still a little hurt by him and mm-hmm. he is mad at his parents and so he just decides he's he's going to fly home or fly back to Miami. Mm-hmm. But then he's forced to stay in town 
So unfortunately, this is not one where the one of the options where being a lawyer was going to be of major use. Well, but what if we said he got a call and had to take a case, mm. or like, and had to fly back immediately, but then he couldn't. Okay, could make that a thing. Could say that. Yeah. Like, oh, so a, there's so it's still like going he well. Court, he, he had a court date planned for like a month away, but it got moved up immediately. That that's a thing, right? Sure, I guess. He had an emergency lawyer thing. <laughs> emergency lawyer event. They were both pretty bummed when they when since they had had such a good time, and some flame was rekindled. Mm. All right, you want to start another clock for another ten minutes of plot development? I would love to. We are starting now. Okay, so when the flight's canceled, they share kind of like an awkward, like, oh, like, great, I guess, or sorry, like, sorry you had to, sorry you can't go take this case, but, and he's like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm so bummed, but really they're both super excited about it because they get Mm -hmm. to spend more time together. Ooh. So they both kind of play coy. I don't know how to spell coy. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I think coy, koi fish is K-O-I, I think. But that's not it. Okay, so now we we really got to get the donkey into this. We do, we do. Um, hmm. So. How do we want to do that? All right, so how do about we- this? Um, I mean, I think we go back to the nativity thing. Okay. The nativity idea. So, I guess we kind of deviated from the. Maybe so. Maybe the theme of the winter formal they went to was nativity. That's what we wrote at least. Mm-hmm. And they, one of their f- fondest memories is uh, pretending like she was Mary on a on a fake donkey, <laughs> and he was Joseph, right? In this nativity <laughs> thing. <laughs> And so I don't like she, the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like they were pretending to be Mary and Joseph, <laughs> like pretending and, for fun or pretending well, just for a, for a photo for a photo. What about just for a formal okay. photo? Because that's why she bought a donkey is because of that fun memory and picture. Okay, wait, hear me out a second. We haven't written down that the donkey's hers anywhere, have we? No, we have not. Okay, so hear me out. The theme of their winter formal was the nativity, and they did okay. take a picture. Like Mary and Joseph on a donkey, but it was a real one, and it belonged to his family because they're farmers. Okay. And then, somewhere in this, since he can no longer go back to Miami, she comes over to his parents' place, and she sees that donkey, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, you still have it?" Okay, I like it. Which is super actually relevant because donkeys can live somewhere between thirty-five to forty-five years. <laughs> there you go. And then he can be like. Be like, why are you? Be like, you still have it, and be like, what do you mean? She's like, this is the donkey we took a picture with. And he'd be like, oh my gosh, you're right. I forgot because I'm the worst. Yes. Okay. So they then recreate the picture uh, from how many years ago? We're talking. I guess that would be like fifteen, roughly fifteen. He's thirty-two. So oh, so like fourteen. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. Okay. Maybe maybe she she stops by his house in a very innocent way, not not as like a not as like a date bringing her back to his house kind of thing, but more as okay. like a, she's delivering donuts to thank him. Oh, that's good. That's good. 
his parents' house, of course. Uh, they end up walking around and talking. Mm-hmm, as one does. Yeah. And they go into the stable. Is that what you keep a donkey in, a stable? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> prior. She was only 14. Or 15. I, I'd say, I say it's 14 years prior. He was 18, because I was definitely 18. In December? Uh, the whole... No, I... Yeah, in December, like, I would have been 18 the December prior to my senior year of high school. Um, like, cause really? I, I'm a June birthday, dog. I turned 19 the summer after my senior year of high school. So you were 18 your whole your whole senior year, is what you're saying? Yes. Um, so we'll say 14, so she was 16, right? And he was 18. Just because 15 seemed young. <laughs> For all this romance... She smiles, and they reminisce about the picture. Ooh, ooh, Wes, I've got something here. You got something? I think, I think, so, so he jokes that they could recreate the picture. Mm-hmm. So she, um, so he grabs a small bag of hay. Okay. Uh, and she puts it under her, her, her shirt as like a belly, you know, because she's Mary. Jumps on. Well, first she he he like a gentleman helps her onto said donkey, and they recreate this the image. Of course, nobody's there. Nobody takes the picture. They just are kind of laughing. And when he helps her off the donkey, you ready? Ready for this, Wes? The donkey. The donkey nudges her. (laughs) Yep. The donkey kind of. The donkey kind of is a little. I don't know, wobbly, kind of, she she slips and, like, stumbles off of the donkey into mm-hmm. his arms. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I think the donkey donkey needs to have, like, a very subtle, quirky look as if he planned it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Christmas donkey right there. What's his name? Dominic? <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, the donkey's name. Huh. Let's go with something Christmassy, right? What about like Prancer? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How do they react to this, Wes? This to intimate what, her, moment, her falling into his arms. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's caught her and he's holding her up, and I think they have to make awkward eye contact and like both definitely be enjoying the fact that it's happening, but both also feel super awkward that it's happening. I think one has to feel more awkward than the other for one I, reason or another. I, do you I, want... I think I think it's I think it's Shane that feels more awkward because this whole time and now this is sort of another plot twist. I think that Shane has a gal in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to look at our plot twist too to make sure I don't steal one of those. Yeah, so I'm gonna say that Shane has a gal. Back in Miami, that he's been seeing for a while. Nothing crazy serious, but um, but, they're, but they're they're an item. But yeah, and he has not told. Like I, I mean, he has he hasn't told Karen, and he hasn't really needed to because it hasn't. They're like it's not like Karen and him are really dating. Oh, there's that ten ten minute timer. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll wrap up this session here, um, and and then we'll have to finish it with the time the the date night right. when they fall in love before our plot twist number two. 
Um, okay, so they share a moment. Um, Karen clearly feels very comfortable with it. And I'm thinking this is leading me to believe that Karen was like super into him in high school. Oh yeah. But but he was always kind of like non-committal. He, he was the hot shot that didn't need her. Yeah. But that's Shane. that's before he knew she made donuts. Yeah, true. True dad. Donuts. Make me donuts. Yeah. That's a win right there. Okay. So there we are with that. Perfect. Perfect. So how do how do they end up having this date night? Who who sets it up? Who sets it up? Yeah, because um, after this after this meeting at their house with the donkey, there is got to be another uh, reason for them to have a date night. Mm-hmm. And one of them must ask the other. Okay, um, so or we could figure that out after we know what it is. I'm thinking. What if, so, like, this, their their whole thing together is that they were going to go, like, he was helping her, like, make donuts for the winter formal, correct? Uh-huh. So, let's say the winter formal happens, and they go, and they deliver them, okay? And so, now, they're just two 30-year-olds out at night with nothing to do. Okay. And so, we'll roll for it, and we can have he or she say hey let's go do insert option here okay i like this so they so she's delivering some donuts to him that afternoon because the formal is that evening and so at, bef- then they together deliver the the rest of the donuts to the formal mhm cool cool we still need to get the donkey more involved i think by the end so we'll see how we can get see how we can get creative. I mean, really, it just the donkey would just have to have like one more big thing with it he does for it to feel legitimate. All right, so we've got seven potential uh, date nights for them to really just mm-hmm. connect and fall in love. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In absolutely. Ha- let's let's be clear, guys. Uh, this is this is a hallmark definition of love. So. We're just gonna be clear, not to get not to get any of you um, romantic hearts confused. Sure, but if my future wife is listening to this, I'm just saying I wouldn't be mad if this happened. <laughs> okay, to Wes, us. what are the what are the potential date nights? Okay, so number one, we have a horse-drawn sleigh ride, and to be honest, if that were to win, I see no problem in having it be a donkey-drawn sleigh ride. Donkey, um, but a different, have, different donkey though. What'd you say? I said, but a different donkey, though. It just maybe reminds them of the donkey from that afternoon. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe all the horses are gone and they have to use a donkey. <laughs> I just oh, feel like it'd there. be weird for, like, how the, how would that donkey end up in the town now giving sleigh rides or something? Christmas or maybe they magic. went back home. Maybe they went back home. Anyway, we'll see if we end up with that one. Yep. Christmas magic, Perry. Don't deny it. <laughs> Number two, we've got snowman building. Number three, mm. we have Christmas cookie baking. Number four... Mistletoe. That's Just it. mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> they stumble upon a storm of mistletoe. And they hear someone yell in the background, Hey, you two should kiss. Hey, 
You're going to kiss already. Uh, number five, we have toy shopping for underprivileged children. Mm. Number six is decorating someone's home for Christmas because they were too depressed to do it themselves. Right on. And number five, ice skating. Ice skating. Classic. All right. Wait, that was number seven. Number seven is ice skating. Number six is decorating. Okay. Perry, any of these you uh, do or don't want? Well, I think there's, I think snowman building could be interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'd say toy shopping for underprivileged children, as noble as as it is, might be a a harder one to write for. True. Agreed. But that's where we're going to earn our money. All right. So uh, let's see what it is. One through seven. Number six. Number six. Decorating someone's home for Christmas because they were too depressed to do it themselves. Okay. Um, who do we got? So I'm thinking it could be it could be a couple things. So maybe they like have to go back to her place to drop off some stuff and he realizes she hasn't decorated for Christmas yet and he could be like, Karen, what are you doing? And maybe she's like it's just been so hard for me to decorate for Christmas ever since mom died or something like that. Yes. Yes. That is good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so okay. much. <laughs> okay. So they stop by her house for one reason or another. I don't know. For a glass of eggnog. Yeah. But wait. That's good. Do, does this make sense though? Like is, is Shane that into into decorating for christmas i mean i'm thinking they're in the christmas spirit already and he's just really into her and he's really into her and he's really into not being around his parents okay okay that makes sense his parents are like doing something really strange in the house that he wants to not be around for i don't know some really they're playing like or they're they're watching um a Christmas barrel, the uh, <laughs> farmer farmer version of a Christmas carol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, well, Some they're tradition. In, they're, they're intended. What if it's uh, it's a Christmas barrel, but it's a documentary about like a Christmas a Christmas flavored whiskey because they're in Tennessee and <laughs> it's just super boring. Yeah. Okay, uh, I like this because that could have that could open up. So, I mean, if we were actually making this movie, that could open up so many funny jokes of like really making fun of how much of farmers these parents are. Um, yeah, let me just say I do have a degree in agriculture and I love farmers, so no shame. Uh, they stop by her house for a glass of eggnog before she return before she agrees to take him home. He does not want to go back to. He wants to stall. So his parents are watching a Christmas barrel. That is when he asks why her house doesn't have any, like, isn't decorated. Mm hmm. Because she always decorated with mom. Was her mom yeah. a single mother? I feel like her mom was a single mother. Oh, gotta be. Yeah. Gotta be. Shane offers to help her decorate and says it will be a fun (laughs) (laughs) okay so now this is where it gets really interesting so so at this point he's he is fully he's invested he is fully into her and is totally kind of you know he's pretty much 
not like he is thinking about leaving this Miami girl behind at this point, mm-hmm. right? But he hasn't told her about this Miami girl and is thinking about like eventually he would have to tell her. Yeah. But I think this plot twist number two could potentially I think there's a couple different things that could pop up that have to do with that. So I'll wait to see what plot twist number two is and then we'll figure out how he deals with that. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, are yeah, why don't you explain, off? go ahead and explain what our plot twist number two candidates are. Okay, so number one, we have the main character's identity is stolen and can't buy Christmas gifts. Number two, it turns out the main character was only trying to get on his family's good side at first for the inheritance. Number three, a premature proposal. That's gotta suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number four. The love interest has to return to city to work on Christmas Eve suddenly. Number five, the love interest is arrested. <laughs> did I write that? I think I did. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. <laughs> uh, number six, COVID ruins the Christmas festival. Like it does everything. Mm-hmm. Number seven, the big city love interest gives an ultimatum. And number eight, the love interest has a kid that's been kept a secret. Ooh, that could make things real interesting, Wes. Let's see what it is. A one through eight random number generator, and the number is three. Oh, no! (laughs) Premature (laughs) proposal! Okay, so who proposes to who? I mean... (laughs) I think, well, I mean, I think at this point, we have it set up that Shane is actually really digging this chick. Right. And maybe he realizes, like, how crappy his big city girlfriend is, and he's... His parents drive him nuts, but he realizes, and you're just how happy he is with Karen. And so, I mean, he's a lawyer. He's got money, so he just pops some cash for a ring. Hmm. But but what if, I just feel like we could, it could be really interesting. Not to just be progressive. Like, personally, <laughs> I would want to be the one that would propose. I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, a woman proposing, necessarily. So, um, I think... Why this could be interesting, though, is because he hasn't told her about this Miami girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And and so... So, can Maybe we... at this point they're joking about, like, a little bit about, like, how much they are into each other. And, like, they're both in their 30s. And so they're joking about, like... Being single still. Being single and not, like, you know, wanting, like, talking about how they wish they had their fam, like, a family at this point. And she just kind of, like, goes with this idea of, like, okay, well, what if we did just get married? You know what I mean? Okay. I'm kind of digging it. I was kind of thinking, like, what if mid-Christmas decorating they lock eyes and then lock lips? And uh, then... There's definitely and, some kissing that goes on at this night. Yeah, probably. And then she's like, and then she just like pulls away and she's like, let's get married. And then he'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love what you just did there. All right. So. <laughs> but I like your idea too. I like your idea too. They are lying on the couch. Okay. So like they're lying on the couch. What if they're both talking about like failed love experiences? Yeah. And he says, like, I've been seeing this girl in Miami, but 
we're probably gonna break it off. Da 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 da. Wait, is this after she? I feel like that should come up after she proposes, sort of. After she like jokes that like they should get married. Yeah. Oh, and then him be like, I have. And then be like, ah, uh, there's something I need to tell you. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. I've been dating somebody. Because <laughs> that's that sets up the like, the like the tension that needs to get over. They need to get over at the end, okay, right? Okay, sure, sure. Um, which always happens in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, as I just watched a country Christmas at your request, yep. and n- I would not recommend this if you do not love Hallmark movies because it's very Hallmark. It's on Netflix. Um, but like in that movie, uh, this whole thing was the, the guy who, uh, was trying very hard to, to pretend to be country the whole movie. Uh, forget his name. He's like Zane or something. Um, and the like paparazzi finds him and he needs to like go back on tour. And he asks the girl who this whole time has been saying, I don't date. I just don't. I'm too busy with my career. To and my, date and my child and my, and my child and my child, which is noble, um, but the whole time they're they're dating, she's just saying that it's not dates, um, right, right. You're fooling yourself, girl. You played yourself, right. And so he then basically says, "Come with me, like come with me on tour, expressing. I mean, almost like that's almost like a proposal, but mm-hmm. saying, yeah. And she's like, "No, I need to do what's best for my daughter." And so that's the like the like tension like he goes back on tour and she cries and like continues on with her life briefly and of course they over there's like a redeeming moment like overcoming it and whatever because that's how they all work but every single Hallmark movie has that 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 final tension of separation where it looks like they're not gonna be together mm-hmm. and then something like romantic anyway so they're lying on the couch talking about. Failed loves and looking at the beautiful tree, beautifully decorated tree. They both joke about how they're in their thirties and single still. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they talk about like back in high school and how they kind of wish that they didn't end things so quickly. Or maybe he's like, "I wish I, I regret." Wish I would have given us a second chance. And then she says, well, why don't we just get married? Yes. And then he's like, uh, what? <laughs> it's like she, she has this monologue of like, well, we messed up in high school. We are both young and immature, but we found each other mm-hmm. now. And that's all that matters. And who cares that it took till now? What if we just got married? Karen, Karen, Karen. Um, it is at this moment that he kind of pushes her away a little bit, and she goes, "What? Why? Or what? What's wrong? You know, something." He kind of puts she like puts a wall up, you know. Tells her about the GF in Miami. Can we give her like an awful name, like Camilla or something? <laughs> Camilla. I mean, I, that's the first one you come up with. Sure. Perfect. Camilla Di Alfonso. <laughs> D Alfonso with a with a lowercase D and then a capital A. Perfect. I don't know why that came to mind. That's so weird. Um, it's like Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Uh, so it tells her about Camilla. And she's like, what? This whole time we've been smooching. Well, maybe they smooched. They share a kiss right before right before she goes on her right before she goes on her rant and then talks to, and then says what if we just got married. They mm. share a kiss. Ooh, scandalous. Um and then she's like, "What? This whole time you've been dating someone um and he expresses that he is committed like he doesn't he isn't committed to this girl in Miami that he loves Karen." But it's kind of, you know, too late. She pushes him away. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So now we are basically to this point of separation. Yes. Yes. She Maybe she doesn't just totally shut the door on him. She says, you should probably go home. Okay. Okay. Wes, how are we going to do this ending with the donkey? So... Here's what I'm thinking. You know, we have this list of options for falling in love right below where you're typing. Mm-hmm. And instead of rolling for it, I'm kind of thinking about just picking one. Okay. Because one of them could go very well, and I, we could definitely get the donkey in, in it. You want to hear what I'm thinking? What are you thinking? It's option number three. The main character's parents invite the love interest to Christmas dinner. Much to the disdain of the main character, but all is well when they get engaged later later that evening. Mm. I'm thinking... Do you think she would come? Huh? Do you think she would come to that dinner? I think so. It's a Hallmark movie. Okay. I'm thinking they invite her, they don't tell Shane, and then she's there, because somehow, you know... They don't take no for an option, these parents. What's Shane's last name? Kendrickson? Uh, you know, Kendrickson. Mama Kendrickson, she has her nose in everybody's business, so she knows uh, that they're, you know, all up in each other's business and got catching the feel, so she invites her over, and then he says... Maybe, we... maybe it's because Shane has mentioned that she is living alone, and her mom died, and um, and she's like, oh, I should invite her over for Christmas dinner. Oh, that would work, yeah. yeah. He could be like, Mom, did you know that... Uh... Mrs. Petrovsky died. She'd be like, "Oh yeah, of course, because there's like twenty people in this town. Of course we know." <laughs> and then he could be like, they could have like awkward stares at each other throughout the whole dinner, and he could be like, "Can we go outside and talk?" And well, then the, there's and then definitely they... some really weird Kendrickson Christmas dinner traditions as well. Like they have like. A chicken that's like on the table, like sitting on eggs, on boiled eggs or something, like a real <laughs> chicken. And then you just like you like tickle the chicken, and the chicken stands up, and you pull a boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that just came from, but I love it. <laughs> uh, How much okay. of farmers are you trying to make these people? Barry? Oh, so so. Over the top. Well, I guess this could be the hills of Tennessee. I mean, things right. could get pretty I, whack up there. That is, this is our comedic relief, is the, the parents. And I'm thinking they share awkward stares throughout the very weird Kendrickson family dinner. And as it ends, he says, I'm thinking like the mom says, okay, everyone, in like 30 minutes, we'll have pie. Because that's a very <laughs> yeah. rural thing to do. And so he says to Karen, hey... 
can we go outside and talk? And so they go outside and they're out in the stable talking over everything. He says that he's sorry for not telling her about his girlfriend, but says that, you know, Karen, you've made me feel way more loved than she ever has. And Mm -hmm. then Perry and then the donkey, what do we name him? Prancer. Yeah. Prancer. Prancer comes up. I hardly know her. (laughs) (laughs) That should almost be the title of this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Prancer comes up behind Shane and like runs into him, forcing him down onto one knee. Oh man. How about first? I like that. What if, hold on one second. Let me finish writing this first part of this. Okay. Okay, and so between maybe maybe three days or four days have passed between them them talking at her place and this day, Christmas, or Christmas Eve, doesn't really matter. And in this time, he has broken up with Camilla. Mm-hmm. Camilla di Alfonso? Uh, it is at this point when the... Okay, so how about first, the donkey... Like she, of course, is like a smile. Like she's flattered. She's gonna, she's gonna forgive him, but she's trying not to just like give in and act like excited. But she, she decides she's gonna forgive him. And then the donkey comes up behind her, like pushes mm-hmm. her into his arms for a hug. Okay. And then at this point, they like smile and then look at the donkey, who they know at this point is facilitating some, some stuff here. And some they're voodoo. like, and they're like. They're like, want to go for a ride? <laughs> Can Two people can't ride a donkey, right? No, but it could pull them in a cart or a sled. Okay. There you go. Uh, so he's got a little, yeah, a little sled. There's snow on the ground. They smile. And then go on a little snow sled ride. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be, you know, we got to have some snow flurries gracefully falling from the sky. Uh-huh. Okay, and then afterwards is when when the donkey kind of yeah nudges him to get on one knee, mm-hmm. and they live happily ever after and have six kids. Name them Thomas, Amanda, Julia, Adrian. I don't know, Camelia de Alfonso, <laughs> Camilla, and <laughs> that'd, that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Hey, can I name one of our kids after my ex? Uh, can I name my can I name our next kid after her last name? <laughs> she says yes. Yes. Okay. And then there's a, a f- I I just pictured a funny moment at the end to to wrap it up as they're hugging and they share a kiss in the as the snow falls and the donkey's there and the donkey's whinnying or whatever you call that because he's excited honking okay and then uh the mom or dad or who whoever opens the door and is like yee yee says no says something funny just about the pie like i don't know like shane eugene get in here your pie's getting cold (laughs) shane eugene you know you can't be out in the snow for longer than three minutes it'll hurt you (laughs) you're I don't know. It'll dry out your skin. <laughs> Did you guys put on enough layers? Or what if she's like, are you two keeping each other warm out here? <laughs> Something. I'm just 
yeah, it closes on a funny like a funny a, funny a southern out. pun. Yeah, funny southern quip. <laughs> and he probably ought to ought to reconcile with his parents as well. Um, he probably has at this point. That's why he's still there for Christmas, I imagine. Sure. Well, um, and there was no travel in and out of town. Remember. Right, 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 right. So, I think we did a pretty good job. I I think I would watch it. <laughs> I, I think there's one thing that we kind of didn't do super well, which is set up how much of a a, a d bag he is. Um, but he doesn't have to early. Be one. No. No. Or maybe he's like maybe he's like like the kind of guy who, like he had his years, you know, of yeah. being a bad dude. He left as like he was a bad. He had some bad intentions when he left to go to Miami. Yep. And he had his time, and he learned, and he grew, and uh, he wasn't all that bad of a guy when he came back. So maybe that's agreed. That's where we're at. All right. So should we do a table read? A final read. I know table reads usually the term used for like a script, which we don't have, but we'll just table read this. Uh, we are. I mean, since the t- at the table. There are no voice actors here. We are both. A, we we are everyone. Um, we are everyone. <laughs> and so this is the table. That's Wes and I. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and all of you listening, you're also welcome at the table. Yes. Uh. So yeah. So I guess how do we want to how do we want to go through this? Maybe I'll read. You you read the setup. Yeah. And I'll read like the from plot. the plot plot twist and. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. All right. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you are here for the full table read of the Banter I Hardly Know Her original movie, The Christmas Donkey. It takes place in quaint little Snowcrest, Tennessee, up in the mountains. Our main character is Shane Kendrickson. He is 32 years old and a lawyer, uh, and he currently lives and works in Miami, Florida, and has come home for Christmas. The love interest that he kind of stumbles upon is the 30-year-old donut shop owner, Karen Petrovsky. Karen is a donut shop owner, as Wes has said. And Shane has come back from Miami to Snowcrest for the first time in a long time uh, to spend some time with his family, kind of against his will. Um, he has he has a little time off before his next court date. He has a falling out with his parents pretty soon after arriving home. Uh, his parents are very much farmers, very much so. And they, one morning, um, find out that he doesn't know how to milk a cow. They're like, hey, go milk the cow for us so we can have some milk this morning. And he doesn't know how. And they fight because of that. Uh, and so he's mad that they always wanted him to be a farmer, never accepted him for wanting to be a lawyer. And so he goes out. He needs to get some fresh air. Goes to the donut shop. And he's sitting there drinking his coffee, eating his donut, mad, wanting to just fly home. And I think at this point, he probably has, gets a call saying like, hey, here's a here's something, here's a, a case you could take, but we need you to be home in three days or four days or whatever, earlier than he was planning. And so he takes it. And then right after he hangs up the phone, Karen, the donut shop owner, calls over to him. Uh, they were friends back in high school and... That was 14 years ago, but now they haven't seen each other for so long, and she reaches out to him, and um, they talk for a little while. She's looking beautiful. She's looking so fine in that uh, donut shop attire with dough and flour all over her, apparently, but I guess that's his thing. Good old Shane. 
And so after they talk for a little bit and reminisce about uh, just their friendship and they had some good times, she asks him if he wants to help her make some donuts as she's a little short-staffed um, because she is catering the Christmas formal. This is significant because they went to the Christmas formal together back in high school and where the theme of that Christmas that Christmas formal, winter formal, was nativity. And there was a, they, he, uh, Shane thinks about this picture that they took on a donkey, uh, a fake donkey, or no, wait, not a fake donkey. That's right. We said it was his family's donkey. Um, and she, they pretend to be Mary and Joseph. Anyway, back to present day in Snowcrest, Tennessee. He agrees to help her make donuts and they share some laughs. He jokes about, like, I don't know why I never dated you back in high school. And she, less jokingly, replies, well, you were pretty set on going down to party in Miami and, you know, shuts him down right away. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, whereas she loved the small town of Snowcrest and went to their local community college where I'm sure she received, a, you know, a great education still. That's not saying anything about community colleges. They spend some time together working on these donuts. They finish up making all the donuts and the flame is somewhat rekindled and he's starting to maybe regret a little bit what happened back then. All right, plot twist number one that happens. Wes, what was plot twist number one? So plot twist number one, uh, we rolled for it, and the winner was winter weather cancels all travel in and out of Snowcrest, Tennessee. Mm, that is right. And that's significant because he was about to go in a few days to just back to Miami to do a lawyer thing that uh, that he had planned to do because he was frustrated at his parents. However, when he finds out that this thing has been canceled, he is kind of excited and he's surprised that he is. He tells Karen that he's actually going to be staying around through the Christmas season and she's she's kind of coy about it. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry that you can't go back for this lawyer thing, but she's actually ex- excited to spend more time with him as well. Maybe he says that over text or something. Uh, Maybe that's when he tells her. I don't know. But nonetheless, the day of the formal, the winter formal that she is catering, Mm -hmm. Karen Karen stops by his parents' farmhouse one day to deliver a box of donuts as a thank you for helping her cater the winter formal. They end up talking talking quite a bit and they, they do some walking and talking and end up in the stable, the parents' stable, probably one of like 25 stables. And she sees the donkey, the same Christmas donkey, from the Christmas formal way back in high school where she posed for that silly picture with him and they were such an item at this at that point in time. She smiles and they reminisce about the picture that they took at formal and uh, he jokingly is like, hey, let's just, why don't we just recreate that now? And so she agrees. She gets on the donkey and of course there's no one there to take a picture. They're just laughing and joking and enjoying each other's company. Um, as she's about to dismount the donkey, the donkey kind of kicks a little bit and ends up thrusting Karen right into Shane's arms off the back of the donkey. Uh, they share a, they share a moment. Karen kind of pulls into Shane, very clearly very comfortable with the hug. Shane, though, you can tell he feels a little awkward because what we know as the audience is that Shane has been dating a girl back in Miami named Camilla D'Alfonso. And so that that's called dramatic irony, if you guys don't didn't know when the audience knows something that the main character doesn't know. Anyway, 
So he feels a little awkward about that hug um, because he clearly likes Karen. And now he knows that Karen clearly likes him back and that they're starting to maybe fall in love a little bit. But he still has the girl in Miami. What's he going to do? I don't know. Find out after the commercial break. Hey, we're back from the commercial break. All right. They then deliver the donuts to the formal and are now kind of together for a night on the town. What's, what then happens next? They're going to have some kind of night on the town. Mm-hmm. What was it? What did we go with? So, I mean, when you're two, when you're two 30-somethings that are single in a very, you know, small town that you grew up in, and you had an event at night, and now it's over, why not spend it together? So we rolled for what their date night would be, and the winner was decorating someone's home for Christmas because they were too depressed to do it themselves. Ah, yes, it was. Okay, so... Yes, after this night of delivering the donuts to the winter formal at the high school, she invites him back to her home for a glass of eggnog uh, before taking him back to his parents' farm. He is enjoying his time with her, and he doesn't want to go home because his parents are watching the documentary A Christmas Barrel, uh, which is still as hilarious as it was the first time. Where a Tennessee Christmas whiskey is brewed. That's true. (laughs) A Christmas Barrel, finest Tennessee whiskey. He asks why your house hasn't been decorated at all. There's not a single Christmas decoration anywhere to be seen. And she says it's because she does not have the motivation anymore after her mom died to decorate, which also kind of explains why she's a 30-year-old business owner. Um, mm-hmm. that her, mother has over, passed, her mother has passed away. And Shane then, you know, he's not, he's, you know, all right, dudes, you know where we're at. Like, he's enjoying the evening. He's maybe not that into decorating Christmas stuff, but he's having fun and he's trying to trying to keep the night going. So he's like, all right, let's decorate your house for Christmas. Uh, and so they do do that. In fact, they somehow end up with the tree. I'm not sure how they did that that night. Maybe they just illegally cut one down. That'd be fun. Um or they bought a fake one and had an Amazon drone deliver it to their doorstep. <laughs> I don't know. But they decorate the house and afterwards he really wants to tell her about his Miami GF at this point because he knows that he is fully into Karen. So what will happen with that, Wes? Something will happen. Something will go wrong. Yes, and in fact, Perry, it is probably the cringiest thing that could have gone wrong. (laughs) Plot twist number two. We randomly rolled for it, and the winner was a premature proposal. Ah, premature proposal. Well, as Shane and Karen were lying on the couch with the fire crackling, I imagine it being just past midnight, which <laughs> men, you know, nothing good the, happens. After keep midnight. the lights on. It's just, you know, be careful. Just after midnight, you're you're in this girl's house. You got. Let's be respectable, men. Okay. She could she could be a vampire. You don't know. <laughs> she could be a vampire. So they're looking at the the beautiful tree, and they both joke kind of about their pasts and their struggles with dating and how they're thir- they're in their 30s now and still single and they think about back to when she was just 16 and him 18 and they felt such a connection that now 14 years later and they're still both without families and unmarried they both express regret about how things ended in their relationship in high school and they share a kiss uh, she then 
Yeah, I know. Scandalous. She then kind of talks about, well, you know, it may have taken a long time. We may have made a lot of mistakes along the way, but we've we've found each other again. What if we just got married? Wow, that's a statement. He 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 at first says, "Oh, come on," jokingly, and then she re- says it again. No, come on. What if we just got married? Well, uh, he kind of then shuts down, and you know we can't do that. What are you, what are you thinking? And she's like, "What's wrong?" And he tells her, ah, "So I haven't been telling you the truth. I've got a girl back in Miami. Her name's Camilla D'Alfonso." <laughs> Um, I don't love Camilla. We've been dating for not very long, but it hasn't been great. And I, I love you more than I love Camilla. I'm sorry. I was, didn't tell you. He looks at Karen and Karen with some frustration that uh, all this had happened. She says, well, I should probably just get you home. And they drive home. Dri- she drives him home. And they don't talk uh, at all the whole whole drive. So this is a few days before Christmas. They don't talk mm-hmm. to each other the next few days. Uh, he reaches out a few times and gets voicemailed. But unbeknownst to him, his mother had had uh, heard that she, Karen now lived alone um, and that she and Shane had been spending some time together. You know, her mother may have seemed his, or Shane's mother may not seem like the the brightest horse castrator in the barn. But, uh, <laughs> but the sharpest, the sharpest one, <laughs> the sharpest um, castrator, <laughs> but she's sharp enough to know that, that Shane's been hanging out with Karen again and is really excited by that. And so she had invited, she had invited Karen to dinner and, and would not take no for an option, of course, in the only way that a Southern Tennessee, hospitality can be done. She would not take no for an answer. So Shane doesn't know this. And his mother thinks it's going to be a great surprise, but Karen's coming to their Christmas dinner. It's pretty awkward throughout dinner. They're not really talking. Their parent or Shane's parents maybe are a little surprised. It's wondering if something's happened. But anyway, after dinner, Shane asks uh, if they could talk outside. Um, so they go out back to the stable that they were talked about before. He shares that, in the time between the night at her house and, and Christmas day, he has broken up with Camilla and that he is fully committed to Karen. Karen smiles. Um, she's, you know, she grins. She's about to forgive him. And then Prancer, the donkey, the Christmas donkey, as they say, mm-hmm. roll credits, nudges her into his arms for, for a big hug. Uh, they laugh, they smile, they know, they, they look at the donkey and they're like, you know, they give a nice big chuckle, uh, Christmas chuckle, because they know that the donkey's up to something. And Shane goes, hey, how about, how about a little sled ride? It's, it's snowing outside a little bit. And, uh, so the donkey then pulls them on a little sled ride around the farm property. Um, they get back towards the, the house and he... I don't know how he gets the ring. We never really talk about getting the ring, but maybe he doesn't need a ring. Maybe he yeah, maybe just he does it without one. Maybe That's he fine. just yeah. Maybe he just kind of is there and he's like, "Well, what do we do now?" And then the donkey nudges him down and basically helps him get down on one knee, and he then says, "Hey, what if we just got married?" 
See, it all comes back around. Yes. And she says yes. And as the camera pans out on a snowy evening in Snowcrest, Tennessee, Shane's mother opens the door and says, Shane, Eugene Fredrickson, you better come in here. You're not wearing your thermal log underwear. You're going to get frozen in there. And so you got a nice, uh, good laugh to end off the Christmas donkey. Oh my gosh, Perry! I oh, Wes love Richardson it. and, I have and a Perry Wilson production. For you. <laughs> we we've been going for a while, but I have to ask: Can we just go ahead and cast some people? Oh, sure. Like, real quick, because I have some great ideas. In fact, I think the mom absolutely has to be. The greatest woman to ever be born in the state of Tennessee, Dolly Parton. I literally was thinking Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> and and Karen has to either be Lacey Chabert or Candace Cameron Bure. I don't Lacey know who those are. La- so Lacey Chabert is um, Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls. Okay. And Candace Cameron is DJ from Full House. And they are both in probably roughly 10 Hallmark movies apiece. Oh my goodness. They're in all of them, okay? I just so I need have... someone that looks hardworking. You know what I mean? Looks like a go-getter. It can be could be either of them. Either of them. Okay. Right? They're both perfect. Oh, okay. Good. All right. That's fine with so, me. Who's Shane? I, 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 I don't know. I picture I picture uh, Karen as a brunette, so we're going to pick Lacey Chabert. Okay? Okay. Uh, Shane, who are you thinking? How high profile are we trying to go here? Well, Shane being a lawyer, he's, he's, a, he's a rather good-looking lawyer, um, and... I would say probably a skinnier, taller man. What about, um, oh, what's his name? Chad Michael Murray. Who's that? He was in One Tree Hill. Is that the blonde Lucas guy? Yeah. Well, I don't like that show. (laughs) 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 That means nothing about this, Perry. It does not. Uh, I mean, it could be him. What? Like, give me, give me some options. Give me some. Options. I don't. I literally don't know. I don't want to just be the guy that throws out like famous actors like Chris Pratt. Oh, I just forgot his name. Oh, the that's be- a good one. Oh, I've got a good one. Okay, I've okay. got a good one. Dave Franco. Oh, okay. Or no, wait, James Franco. James is the one James. I want. James is the one I want. Yes. He's pretty short though, isn't he? Isn't is he? Wait, which one is the one that was in Spider Man? Wait, oh, it's okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was that was James. That was James. Yes, that was. Are or, you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Or 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 Jonathan Groff. <laughs> you like that? Is he gonna sing at all? I don't know. He needs to sing though. But uh, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense to have uh, Jonathan Groff. Uh, okay, so I'm actually super okay with James Franco. Yeah, let's okay. do James Franco. I like it. James Franco. Um. For the dad, can we pick Kevin Costner? Oh, of course we can pick Kevin Costner. Do you think he could? <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Yeah, do- yeah, Kevin Costner and Dolly Parton. That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. I like and it. And then we have to have Camilla. We have to pick someone for Camilla. Anne Hathaway. No, I like her too much. <laughs> okay. This person um, has to be awful. <clears throat> Like the blonde chick from The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. I think she died. Wait, what? I think she's dead. That young blonde chick? Yeah. Oh, well, I was just... That's too bad. I was just thinking of someone like that, though, you know, that looks like oh, the, um, the snooty 
Miami girl. Someone like the entitled that. girl. Not to say that these actresses are entitled, but it could be. It, they like might not a, even have to be an actress, like a Margot like Robbie three, or something. But yeah, they, they, you they're going to get like three get... lines, so they don't even have to be an actress. What about like I don't know, like Ariana Grande? Oh yeah, well, like you'd pay Ariana Grande for that. <laughs> yeah, she's too famous now. She's too yeah. famous now. Um, dang it, Britney Spears is too old. But someone like Britney Spears would be good. Yeah. Eh, it's not that important, is it? You, you'll see Camilla, like, just twice. Like, once at the beginning, before he flies out, and and once, maybe, when he calls her to break up with her. So Yeah, okay. We'll just put, random bad girl. <laughs> uh, wow, this was, the, I mean, let's sell this movie. Uh, I'm... I think we should. If anyone on here has any connections to the Hallmark Network or any other Christmas-making movie group. Yeah, hook us up. Consider uh, this a proposal. Yeah, send send this to somebody. We'll make this movie. And we will get Dolly Parton and everyone will watch it. Yep. I mean, My roommate on. is a writer. We'll just, we'll just get on it. Wow. The Christmas <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> the Christmas Donkey, presented by Banter I Hardly Know Her. <laughs> this Man, was so much fun that was a lot of fun did you guys feel like at home that you got your uh your fill of hallmark from that episode i hope you did yeah for real and do you do you maybe feel like you would watch this would you watch this movie would you watch this movie? that is the question anyway all right let's uh let's hear um what some of our instagram f- followers had to say about um let me remember. Um, I asked, what is one plot element every Hallmark movie has? So I got a few responses here. You responded, Wes. All the characters are beautiful. <laughs> True. But bad actors. <laughs> I added the bad actors part. You didn't say that. <laughs> um, Absolute Faith says, big city person going back to their small hometown. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, exactly. Uh, Maggie Rose 04 said, they have a big fight. Yeah, they, yeah, they had a moderate fight. Moderate fight in ours, not a big fight. Um, maybe our, maybe Karen is just a little more passive aggressive. She just didn't want to. She just didn't want to talk to him. She just kind of walled up. Uh, Sarah Lantis says, "Business professional and hometown hero." That, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, Silas says, "Christmas and white people." <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you're not wrong. Um, we will definitely add some diversity into our cast. Um, yeah, because all Camilla. Our cast. Yeah, she's well, she's D. Alfonso. She's Italian. Yeah, she's Italian. Honestly, I mean, uh, also, like, definitely Karen Petrovsky is from Russian descent. Um, Russian or Polish, one of the two. Yeah, and we'll need to get so. some. We'll need to get some other diversity in there too when we when we develop the movie. What is your number one must watch movie this year? I asked as well. Uh, much watched, much must watch Christmas movie, and I got quite a few responses. Sarah Lantis said, "Elf and the Holiday." Uh, Mink Floyd seventeen said, "It's a Wonderful Life and Christmas Story." I watch every Christmas Eve. Nice, nice. Uh, Silas said, "Elf." classic mm-hmm. um whitney klusner said christmas vacation the gift that keeps on giving the whole year mm. jelly of the month club cn leatherman said elf 
Evan Yoder 12 says Die Hard. Die Hard. Every stinking year somebody says Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Fun fact, I've never actually seen Die Hard, so I don't have an opinion. <laughs> Gunnar Kent says It's a Wonderful Life, best movie of all time. Whoa. That, not just best. Do you think he means best Christmas movie I or best movie? I don't know. I don't know. That is, I mean, that is crazy. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his, so I'm for it. That's crazy. And then I also gave a slider for one of my personal favorite Christmas movies, Klaus. Uh, I said, "How would you rank the movie Klaus?" Because that is the next week's episode. Uh, it is a BMC on Klaus, and it got about an eight uh, average on the slider. So people tend to like Klaus. So hopefully, you'll yeah. like our BMC for Klaus next week. BMC number ten. Amazing. Sweet. Sweet. Wow. That's really all I got. That was a absolute blast. That was so much fun. I this this might be one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. <laughs> Literally, if any of you guys find an episode of a podcast that is similar to this one, link it cuz I think this was probably one Very of the more original. one of the more original things done on podcasting. I think we deserve to get famous off this one. <laughs> that was a blast. Um Definitely, if you enjoy this episode, definitely share with your friends, leave a review, follow on the socials, all that like cliche stuff that everybody says, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, all that stays true this week as well. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. Sweet. All right. Well, it is just around the corner that I will be coming back to grand old Lafayette, Indiana West, and we'll be able to hang out a little bit and do um, a couple episodes in person. Which is wow. I am stoked about that, Man. and so should our listeners, so keep, be on the lookout Crazy. for that, hey, uh, Perry, those episodes coming out. Before What's we up? sign off, can I make a super unrelated announcement? Absolutely. While we've been sitting here, uh, Disney Plus and SportsCenter both posted on Instagram that Hayden Christensen will return as Darth Vader, Darth Vader joining Ewan McGregor in Obi-Wan Kenobi. What? The original series will begin 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith and is coming to Disney+. Plus. What? He's back. Hayden Christensen is back. He wasn't... Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. But now he's Darth Vader, I guess? I don't That's know. That's actually... Has he even been in movies lately? Didn't you say he was in a Christmas movie recently? I think I might have saw him in one. I'm not sure. In a Hallmark movie or something? Or... I don't know. That but, is that is whack, dude. That's huge. <laughs> wow. Did you say... Uh, is Natalie Portman going to be in it at all? Wait, she's I dead. Have Never no, mind. She says she's 10 dead. years after. She's dead. Never mind. Stupid question. Shut up, Perry. You're Maybe idiot. she's a force ghost? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. And did you hear so, the... Going off that, did you hear the news that's been buzzing lately about the Spider-Man 3 that I've been hearing rumor after rumor that leads me to believe that both Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Kirsten Dunst, and Emma Stone might all be playing a part in Spider-Man 3, which is going to be Multiverse of Madness, or no wait, Multiverse of Madness is the Doctor Strange title, actually, but still, potential Spider-Man multiverse thing going on. Sony's going to let that happen? (laughs) I mean, Sony probably wants it to happen. Okay. Like, that's more money for them, Uh, makes people want to go watch their old movies, too, and not, I mean, I think the biggest thing for that is that it's... Well, the biggest confirmation of that is that the guy who plays Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. is is confirmed, supposedly, to be coming to Spider-Man 3. Oh, interesting. So, 
We shall see. That's going to be interesting. Anyway, those are a couple random announcements for you guys. Yeah. We're nerds uh, also. Christmas are, fans and nerds. We're Christmas fans and nerds. Yeah. Those movies might be good. Probably not as good as The Christmas Donkey. I don't no, know. No, not even close. I don't know. You be the judge. You decide. What would you rank The Christmas Donkey? Scale of 1 to 10. Go. If it's not a 10, you're not a true fan. All right. Should we sign it out, Wes? I think we should, Perry. I'm going to go have some dinner, but even though I am, I'm going to stay hungry. Oh, and are you going to stay humble? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, with your food, you got to have a drink. So most importantly, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated.